Well, hello there, my friends. Welcome to Story You Talk Radio. I am your host, Coach Debbie, and I am delighted to spend this hour with you. So thank you so much for reserving this time to spend it with me. We're going to talk about a topic that I know is far, far reaching. Most of us experience a tendency to want to be perfect in some ways. Today, we're going to talk about the idea that your progress is the new perfection. So getting away from the idea that we're going to start with being perfect and instead think about the idea that we're going to work on our progress, that one step at a time, one day at a time, first things first model, keep it simple model. What is it really, really like to just give ourselves a thoughtful break? You know, not to go running away and saying, ah, I'll just slap something together or I'll just wing it, but to actually be thoughtful about how we break away from perf- perfection and, and be a little more mindful of the progress we can take one little step at a time, one little bit at a time. I can say to you that when I practice this, I feel so much more at ease. I feel so much more content. And I want that for you. It doesn't matter if you are here because you write journals or you write blogs or you are working on writing your book or you write vlog content for your YouTube channel or you write curriculum for your classes, whatever it is you are creating, you probably have moments where you really, really want it to look good. You want it to be polished and pretty. And I don't blame you. I love my content when I stand back and I look at it and I think, that looks good. I came through here. I feel really good about my final product. Often, though, the way I got there wasn't by starting with some perfectionist model. It was by going through the progression one little bit at a time. So today we're going to put an end to things that are hard or things that just take up a lot of time, or things that are not really, really, really in your scope of genius. And we're going to get into what is, what allows you to be your best, and how do you progress your way to perfection. I want to give you some examples just right off the bat. I think you have heard me talk about, for example, I was working on a curriculum time where I was building a lot of curriculum and simultaneously outside, there were some workers building a patio for me. Now, something I found really interesting was that the the number one contact person showed up and wrote out a plan of what could be my final result. And when I looked at the plan right away, I thought, that's perfect. I mean, that was my first thought was he and I are on the same plane. I love the final result I'm going to have. And he's telling me it'll only take five days. Wonderful. Well, what he understood were the steps that were necessary to get to that final plan. The only thing I understood was that in five days I would have it. And first I needed to pay the bill. And then, boom, it would be there. 
Now, he brought in the crew. He brought in the machinery. He managed the job. He he aligned with it and told people exactly what they would be doing. It made a gigantic mess. It made a ton of noise. I'm upstairs working on my teaching curriculum. They're outside digging up the ground. So in five days, I can have a beautiful patio. What I noticed was that inside, while I'm working on my curriculum and enduring all the noise and all the dust and all the everything going on, I'm also really looking at the fact that there's a certain noise and dust that goes on as you write. The noise is all the thoughts in your head and the dust is all the gibberish that comes out of you that you're going to edit away at and you're not going to keep. But here's the deal. If you keep going with your plan, if you keep moving along and progressing with your ideas, then just like the contractor outside who's building the patio, there's going to be a beautiful, finished, polished, perfect product in about five days. In about, for me, it was more like five hours. But that's the whole idea, is that we work with the progress of one thing at a time, one step at a time. And it works really, really well when you have a vision of where you're going. So when it came to that patio, it was out of my hands. But when it came to the process, it was really, really similar to what I was doing inside building my curriculum. So what was I up to? I knew that I needed a 12-week curriculum. I knew I had a particular audience I was serving. I knew I had to have so many lessons outlined. I knew I needed to refer to a couple of different methods because there'd be a couple of different learning styles, if not a handful of different uh, learning styles. I knew that I had done this enough time that if I gave myself half a day or a little more and just worked with the steps, I would have my curriculum on paper in about five or six hours. And that's what happened. It didn't start with the curriculum all perfect in my mind and it just came out perfectly on paper. Not at all. But what I did was I followed the steps I knew. I allowed it to get a little dusty. I allowed a page or two or three to make their way into the garbage can. I kept the stuff I liked. I rearranged things as I went along. I gave myself a break along the way. Sometimes a few more. I added a Toll House cookie to the mix. I brewed a pot of coffee. I did things that helped me keep taking one step at a time. In my mind, there was a vision. There was a perfect ending I wanted to get to. In my memory now, looking back at it, I got pretty close to that. We don't always hit it dead on. But when we're willing to take those steps, when we're willing to progress with something and not say, oh my gosh, I've got a six-hour day in front of me here. This thing has to be done by the end of the day. I really need to move this off my desk. If we don't start with that, but instead we start with a lovely vision of where we want it to go and we bullet out the steps we need to take and then we start moving progressively toward it, it's going to happen. And here's the magic of it all. 
part of the reason it's going to happen is because you're doing something you're great at, right? I don't support people to write a book about food if they're not great in the kitchen. I don't help people write their speeches about landscaped architecture if they're not great with plants. I don't help people write their course curriculum for financial advisors if they don't know a heck of a lot about money. So it starts with your own genius point, and then it unfolds because you have a vision you're working toward. You see what I'm saying? You are doing the architectural work, so this looks beautiful. You're mixing the ingredients, so it's tasty, right? You are coming together with your words because it's what invites people. It's what makes them happy. It's what allows them to feel connected to you and trust you and trust your content and want to go further. This is what I help you do with your speeches, with your stories. We work in a progression because otherwise it's just going to be hard and it's just going to be taxing. And six hours is going to sound like a lifetime and we don't want that. So let me just take a minute to say hello to some people that are listening in today and to point out a thing or two that they are progressing along with. First of all, I want to say hi to Jill. And I want to tell Jill that I received your book in the mail this morning. I don't know why it took two weeks, but I was thrilled to see your book. I am elated that you have an ISBN. And I know that this was a hugely courageous step, getting your book out, getting it in print. And we have loads to talk about because this part of the journey is now about sharing the book with the world. I am so proud of you and I am so happy for you. I want to give a big shout out to Dawn, who is in those early, wonderful, creative stages of talking about his book that is going to help musicians who think they have jazz in their bones really express it and probably express it with a drum kit. You're doing great, Don, and you're doing it your way. And that's so, so important when you want to have a beautiful, polished book that you progress your way. I'm really proud of you. I also want to give a big shout out to Candace. Candace is a new mom doing new things in a new town. And you can imagine all of those things feel scary, especially when you want them to look really good. You want to feel really polished. And she is stepping into it and being very, very courageous with her brand. Also want to give a big shout out to Heather, who is combining years of being a stay-at-home mom now with a full-fledged career as a real estate agent. She knows a lot about home by being at home and raising many children. And now she is helping couples find their perfect home so they can be raising their own children. It takes a lot of guts to do something like this. But when you want a polished and beautiful product, you know it all begins with progressing one step at a time. This is where it begins. It's one day at a time. As my friend Don reminds me, the secret, though, is really in the perfection of the Toll House cookie. And I could not agree more. (laughs) I could not agree more. When in doubt, have a Toll House cookie right in range. But as you do that, just notice, just notice 
if it helps you or whatever that thing is that helps you, a walk, a glass of water, a cup of coffee, a conversation with a friend, whatever it is that helps you, notice how it's in taking that one step at a time, inch by inch, just moving forward, not getting caught in all those thoughts back there. But just looking out at your vision and knowing my path is right in front of me. And there's only one thing I got to do right now. I just got to take one step. And then the next thing is one more step. This is how you get away from hard and you move into systems. You move into habits. And these habits inspire you. And pretty soon, you're doing whatever it is you said you wanted to do. And you're doing it with some ease. And you're doing it with simplistic, systematic, progressive, polished, beautiful, in your way, perfection. Mm, How's that sound? I hope it sounds good to you. Sounds very good to me. And if you stay with me. I'm going to give you some really smart tools that I use and that my clients use to stay on that road of progress is the new perfection. I got to take a quick break right here, but when we come back, I'll be taking your notes. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Marilyn Milano. If you love animals, then please check out my new show, Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays from 9 to 9.30 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. I'll be talking with rescue groups, animal advocates, and other organizations that help animals, sharing their stories, and giving our listeners some tangible ways in which they can help make a difference. That's Love Has Many Faces, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Raising awareness, touching hearts, and saving animals' lives. Organic, free-range, and fresh daily. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. Thanks so much for joining in today. We're talking about your progress leads to the new idea of perfection. So often, boy, if you're anything like me, I just, I really believe in high quality and I want things to turn out really, really well. I've been trained by other coaches who have told me, you know, just get something done. Just get something out there. Just do what you can and and let go of it. And, you know, and I'm sure they they really mean well when they say that. But it bumps up against my nature of really enjoying polishing things up, making it look really pretty. You know, today I received a call that inspired me greatly. It was someone that honors me by giving me feedback. It really, really came, it came out of the blue, but it really inspired me. And on this call, he shared with me some things he noticed about my branding and my website and some things he would like to see. And interestingly enough, I had started to make steps in that direction. For one, he said, I feel like you're doing a fair amount of telling and not as much showing. And, you know, not putting it in exactly those words, I had had a similar reaction to it and got to work with my designer around this and and we're working on it. But it was really, really wonderful to have someone who I know cares say, can I give you a little feedback here? Because that's how you help people around you polish. And that's the ways we move progressively toward that perfect image we're trying to come up with. Now, if I had already decided in my mind, 
it's perfect as it is, and I'm not willing to invest, and I don't want to take more steps. Um, I might not, I might not have liked getting any feedback. But what I really like is knowing that my stuff is out there as good as I can get it today, but I'm always up for the next polished version. I don't throw things out there half-fast. I mean, the fact that I work with KKNW that I sought out because they're they're a high-class station. They do things really, really well. And I know what it's like to do things, you know, on the cheap, let's call it. I know what it's like to do things on a very frugal budget until later, maybe. I know what it's like to say yes to that. But when I decided to say yes to KKNW, it had a lot to do with my standards around being polished and working toward a more perfect brand for me. I don't really like the feeling of half-fast or getting it done quickly. Now, Anna and I were working together on her speech, and one of the things she included in her note is, I'm fed up with doing all the things. At what point in my career Is it going to get easier? So I followed up with her and I just asked her, you know, tell me when it comes to your speech, what do you mean when you say I'm fed up with doing all the things? And what does it look like to have things be easier? Tell me more about that. And what I learned from her is that she feels a certain pressure in her line of work to be to be very skillful and and to be able to reach a massive audience but what i know to be true is that you don't have to do everything in order to really really excel at your thing are you following me here Another example uh, that might define this easier, especially since we're doing radio, is there's, there's someone that I follow who specializes in the handstand. But if you want to work backward from his brand, his brand is the handstand. He will teach you how to do your best version of a handstand. But if you back it up a little, He is also a Pilates and calisthenics coach. And if you back it up a little more, you'll find out his origins are in martial arts. And if you back it up even further, you'll find out that his father is a well-known athlete. So as you are really close and intimate with his brand, you benefit from his specialty. He'll teach you how to do a handstand. But if you go back, back, back into the history, what you see is that he started out very broad. You know, I'm from a family of athletes. I did a fair amount of martial arts growing up. And then he got more specialized. Now I teach calisthenics. Now I teach a very specialized form of yoga. Now I will offer just handstand perfection. He is really specialized. When I brought that example to my client, Anna, we talked about how all those things in his background calisthenics, martial arts, et cetera, et cetera, led him into his specialty, led him into his perfection. He had to take all those steps to really identify, this is my point of perfection. And this is where I'm really, really going to expand outwardly in my teaching 
And now I want you to hold tight here. This guy I follow who teaches you how to do the perfect handstand, hold on. He makes seven figures a year doing this. Now, I was a little blown away <laughs> when I learned that. I just figured, you know, he's he's moved himself up from the outlet grocery store into the metropolitan market high league where we eat gourmet on the daily. I figured it was like that. When I conversed with him about possibly coming on my show and talking about how he got so specialized, he shared with me that it was in finding his specialty that led him to a seven-figure business. I about passed out, but I was thrilled, thrilled to find out that it was in taking those steps. It was one step at a time, one day at a time, one goal at a time, one focus at a time that moved him toward his perfection. It's his new perfection. It started with just being in the stage of progressing. So how is this true for you? Why don't you write to me and tell me, is there something you're trying to polish up and really, really make it just shine in your own brand? Is it a story? Is it a speech? Is it a book you're working on? What's going on over there? And let me help you take some steps toward more perfection. Let's, uh, let's talk about what people say when we work together. Often people tell me, I need to work with a coach because the way I'm doing it right now is hard. I, I also downloaded a really great training last night, about a 30-minute training from a renowned coach. And it was also a testimonial he offered in the training. He said, my students tell me that they are tired of things being so hard. It's been so hard for so long. Yeah. I mean, I relate to that. I already had a career working for the college as a tutor where things were kind of hard. It was hard to adapt in certain ways to all the different languages, all the different syntaxes. There were hard elements of that. Then going into teaching, the hard bits around creating curriculum, dealing with politics on and on and on, and then deciding I'm going to go entrepreneurial, hard stuff there. Oh, it's enough to just completely tire you out and send you home, really. So how do you get away from hard? Well, for one, you look at your values. Because anytime you know what you value, you know how you want to polish things up and you know the final look of what you want. When you look at your values, you're able to start to envision where you want to go. And your mind gets off of all of the things, as Anna put it, and your mind gets onto what's that destination I'm pointed toward? Let's say you are creating a speech and you're thinking about all the things. I've got to write it for this audience. I've got to get it out there by this timeline. I've got to help it create this for my brand. I've got to do, I've got to do, I've got to make, I've got to create. Can you hear all the things running around in your brain? Can you feel the stomach ache coming along? That stuff's hard. It's really hard. What I think you want is systems. And maybe the first system you want to take on is looking at the big picture, your values. Ask yourself, 
how does my speech take me the long distance journey in my career, in my goals? How does this speech I'm writing take me on a long distance journey? And that's going to help you just focus on the speech and the journey. How does putting a speech and a journey together lead to a goal? And once you're done with that, you can move on to the next thing and say, okay, I know my value now, now that I've looked at that, I know my value is to build business. I know my value with this speech is to serve stay-at-home moms that are going back to work. And I know that I really value being available to work one-on-one with eager clients. If you can get it down to three things that you really value, you're going to start to know what sort of content you want to put in your speech. That's just another step in your progression. So you outline that. Once you do this, you see that you have have created a system for yourself. It worked out and you can repeat it. Systems are something that can be repeated, especially if you're willing to tweak little bits along the way because you learned something along the way. One of the hardest things I do as a coach that helps people write their books, honestly, one of the hardest things I do is try to convince a new client that writing a book really isn't that tough. I've almost had to give up saying it because most people come to me because they've already tried to write a book and they thought it was the tallest, most difficult mountain they ever tried to scale. Well, I think it's because they don't know a system that works for them. Without some sort of progression, it's going to be very hard because all you're going to see is that perfect book you want to get to, and you don't know how to get to it. It just looks like there's a mountain between you and that perfect image. But I know systems, and I know systems for different learning styles. For example, I have students who, when I sit down with them one-on-one, we get to work at a desk, in a quiet space where no one will bother us for three hours straight. Why? Because that's how their brain works. Their brain can do really incredible stuff. If they focus for a particular amount of time, they're going. And I meet them there. Other people, They would much prefer to have lots of conversation, maybe get up and move around a little bit, talk about stories, blend in a little bit of food. And in the middle of it all, their genius starts to kind of pop out. And that's when I have to really be on top of it, take notes or get a recording of them because their genius Their genius is worked in with their stories and their living. So to be a good coach to them is to capture it as it's happening. I have other people that come to me and they say, I have no idea what my style is, but if you are willing to hold my hand and take me through one step after another, after another, I trust you. And I will follow you. And then I can outline things. And as we go and as I get to know them better, I can tweak things that make it easier for them as they go. This is how you get to your new perfection. You get away from what's so hard. It's so lonely. It's so isolating to do it by yourself. And you work into 
I'm going to do this one step at a time. I'm going to do this by knowing what my values are. I'm just going to step in. I've got a vision of what I want down the line, but I know it happens by taking one critical step at a time. That's progression. And that leads to the new perfection. It takes the heart out of it. And it starts to set you up with systems, things that are in place that allow you to do your best work. You'll find if you can trust a system, it gets simpler. And you'll find that when it's simple, you feel really, really inspired to do more of it. I know people now that used to be terrified of telling speeches, and now they really, really look forward to it. In fact, their speaking engagements are part of the highlight of their calendar. And if you can't imagine that, (laughs) it's basically because you are thinking about it as opposed to experiencing it. Once you've taken the steps and once you've experienced it and felt something good from it, you want to stick with it. It doesn't mean that speeches are for you. There might be something else that's for you. But I have noticed that people that have sworn off speeches but really thought it could work out with their branding, once they took it on, surprise, surprise, they got pretty hooked. So this could happen for you. We have one more segment of our show. If you have a question, I would love for you to write to me. My email address is Debbie, and that's D-E-B-B-Y, Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. All right? Debbie at CoachDebbie.com, D-E-B-B-Y. I will take your questions And like I said, we just got one little commercial here and we're going to come right back. Every person with a disability deserves equity in education, employment, and their community. Sherwood Community Services takes pride in serving all people with disabilities and their families since 1957, including in rural areas and non-native English-speaking communities. Sherwood provides service in Snohomish, Skagit, and Island Counties. Sherwood is open for referrals for telehealth and virtual support for children and adults with disabilities. To find out more, visit SherwoodCS.com. Sherwood, believing in abilities. On the path to good health and well-being, Alternative Talk 1150 is the station for you. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. If you're just tuning in, we're talking about how the secret to great writing is all about the quality of the Toll House cookie. No, I'm teasing. This is just a joke between me and my dear friend, Don. But you know, you know, if it's not the Toll House cookie for you, there is something that inspires you and keeps you coming back and taking that next step toward writing your speech or your book or your podcast. I help people do this, and I'm in the Seattle area But since we've been through a heck of a time in the last couple of years, I do offer one-on-one services online via Zoom as well. And I am offering a retreat on March 21st. It was originally just open to my clients, but I am opening it up to people who listen to Story You Talk Radio and people on social media. We will be keeping this quite small, though, and I would love to hear from you. If you would like a 2.5 or a three-hour retreat with a little break in between, you can do this from the comfy cozy of your own home. You can have your kitty cat on your lap through the whole thing. And what we're going to do is really talk about how one steps into drafting 
their work, dreaming out the possibilities of their work, declaring what they want from this, and really seeing how does this fit with either creating a speech, a book, a blog, a brand? How is this all fitting together? Because if you can dream it, it will fit. It's really, really amazing to me as I meet up with people and they say, well, you know, I've been a chef, I've never been a writer, but I've been on TV, but I've never really committed anything to paper, but I want to publish, but I've never this, but I want to, but I this. And within a certain period of time, we create their dream. It's not something they might have been able to see beginning to end when they first came to me, but as we work together and as we go through process, we tweak and we make what is uniquely for them produced and into a product. A lot of people, what they don't understand is, well, If I'm a great chef, if I'm a great musician, if I'm an excellent landscaper, how am I going to turn that into a piece of writing? And it all comes back to, number one, deciding you're not going to make this so hard on yourself. Number two, taking one step at a time and following a little leadership. But also, number three, Allowing yourself to dream. And this is the beauty of a virtual retreat. You get the opportunity to not only experience a little dream work, but if you choose, you get to share a little bit of it with others and to get some feedback on how they can see little layers into it. You also get to hear about others that started with a dream and what they created, but it gets you in the flow of drafting and declaring that this thing you envision can be, you can have it. And for some, it will take a follow-up of about three months. For others, more like half a year. For others, more like a year. And there are some people that were with me for a few years, but in the end, you are claiming that product and that vision that you want to see in the world. And the way we do it, the way we get to that most perfect product you want to create is through one progressive step at a time. It doesn't happen overnight. There's a lot that can happen overnight, but the whole thing that doesn't happen overnight. And you got to really, really start by saying, I'm not willing to do it in such a hard, just really sticky way anymore. I want to feel what it's like to progress one step at a time, keeping keeping that vision of polished perfection right in front of you. If it's in front of you, you will keep walking toward it. Now let's take this quick question that came in over the break. So Melanie asks, first she says, since you have read a fair amount of my work at this point, I want to ask you a little about the retreat you have on your website. If I am not ready to declare that I'm going to have a YouTube station, do I need to do this during the retreat? Right now, I am in the thinking stage, but I do have a big vision around it. I mean, I can see myself getting to a half a million subscribers. I feel like my brand is working very well for me right now. But as you know, getting in front of a camera really scares me, even though it's just my trusty little iPhone. Okay, I'm going to stop right there, Melanie. You you don't have to, whether you're at my retreat or in the privacy of your own home, 
When a dream comes to you and it starts to flesh itself out in front of you, you don't have to, in that very moment, declare it is happening. But what I want to suggest is that you entertain writing down what that dream looks like so that you can start taking one little step at a time, one little movement at a time. As you do that, you're going to know if this aligns with you. And it's in that alignment that your declaration, your declaring will be so clear. Do I want this or not? Something that was taught to me long ago when I was in my, uh, I was going to life coaching training 11 years ago. And one of the things Alan Cohen, my coach, said to me is, it's either it or not it. And I was like, huh? And he said, that thing, that thing you're dreaming up, it's either it or not it. Well, my boyfriend had a really great time taking on this phrase, and he would say it about everything. I'd be at the grocery store, and I'm like, should we should we try this rotisserie chicken? And he'd go, it's either it or not it. I mean, it just it became a joke. But what my teacher meant by this is that when you when you have a vision for something and you start to move toward it, you will know it's either it or not it. This vision is what I want or it's not what I want and I move on. The great thing, this is really, really, really important. The great thing is that if you can see something in polished detail, the chances of you honestly having the full potential to bring it into fruition is usually right here. It's right here in front of you. And all that's needed is starting to take steps so that the teachers show up, so that the time shows up, so that the tools show up. Honestly, to to dream something vague might mean it remains to not be it. You don't call it into a clear awareness. But if the dream is really clear to you, if the dream is something you can really feel inside of you, if it's something that you've thought about for a year or two, or as some of my clients admit, 10 and more, oh, it's so possible. And just because you don't know how to make all of the bits fit together doesn't mean it won't. In fact, it's usually almost the opposite. The more you can see the clear, the clear details of that vision, the more you are prepared. And here's the real key. You are prepared to progress to take one step after another, because it's almost like this. Have you ever gone to uh, an event where you knew you were going to meet several people and you, you know you're going to have to shake hands? And when you put out your hand, the person opposite you puts out their hand and they shake it. So one second, it's you offering your hand. And in the next second, it's you meeting up with another hand and shaking. You know, having a vision is kind of like that. You put your hand forward and in the next moment you are met. And sometimes a deal is struck up right there. Sometimes not, but you are met. You are seen. Your idea is met. It's almost like a handshake, but it's you that has to step forward and put out your hand and say, my name is Coach Debbie. And that invites the other one to put out their hand and say, oh, 
my name is so-and-so and I have whatever on offer. That's how things work. You progress. Think of all the times you've wanted a new job and you stepped forward. You had to be the one to step forward. It's progression. It's one step. If you think about, I need to show up, I need to step forward, I need to shake their hand, I need to write a resume, I need to make sure I have the time to go to the interview, I need to know that this will fit into my life scheme, I need to know that I can work with the pay, I need to know, I need to know. If you take all of that on in one breath, you're going to get overwhelmed with how perfect it needs to be as opposed to how perfectly you can progress towards it. That's what you want to be doing. You want to be progressing towards it. And you do this by, number one, deciding, I don't want this to be hard. Instead, I want to follow some systems. You decide, I am willing to learn some habits that really, really will support me. You decide, I'm willing to show up where I can be inspired because I know that doing this all by myself is probably going to be way too much. And finally, you are not only willing but you're finding yourself, and this is further along in your progression, you're finding yourself waking up and starting your day, and it's much more simple. You have forgotten about hard. You know the few things that need to happen today. You get on with the rest of your day. You are committed to the values your product, that speech, that curriculum, that book, it's coming to life. This time last year, Jill and I had not started working together. This day, this year, I went to the mailbox and there was her book. This time last year, Michael was launching his new podcast. This time this year, Michael has 49 episodes and a huge following. And I could go on and on with the testimonials. But what I want to say is that it's your progression that leads to your perfection. I hope this has served you. And I would love it if you would follow me at CoachDebbie.com. That is D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. I come to you every Thursday with new and inspiring content. Until next week, my friends, namaste.